This is State Representative Jennifer Kynes with my legislative update recorded on February 3rd of 2021. We are already one third of the way through the 2021 legislative session. This is the last week for bill introductions, so we will soon know all the bills up for consideration. I'm already seeing quite a few coming up on the list that are sure to be interesting. We'll cover those a little bit later. And as much as I would like to address everything happening in the legislature on this podcast, there's really not enough time for me to go into everything. If you've heard about a bill and have questions or concerns, please re reach out to me. Um, my phone is probably the best way, 605-590-1083. You can call or text or email jennifer.kintz at sdlegislature.gov. Well, one of the things I was excited to hear about this week was House Bill 1162, which would establish the Re-Homestead South Dakota program. So this would allow a landowner to parcel off 5 to 20 acres to be converted to a residential property and then receive a five-year property tax reduction on up to 240 acres of agricultural land. We have quite a few old farmsteads around that have become dilapidated after years without any use, and there are always people looking for a small acreage. So this would be such a great opportunity to give new life to these properties while also incentivizing landowners to section off that land. And uh, I, I know we've experienced this personally in, in our own family with people asking about a uh, you know, a completely uninhabitable former farmstead, not even a house there anymore, but there was at one time and saying, wow, I'd sure like to have a few acres here and, and put a new home there. I just think this is a really, really unique and, and um, interesting program. So I'm excited to see where that goes. I don't believe it's even been heard in committee yet, but I like the idea. Now, Senate Bill 68 is something that's come back this year after being being unsuccessful last year. So this would create and fund the Ochete Sekowi Community-Based Schools. This bill has been a subject of a lot of discussion. And as I'm uh, recording this on February 3rd, it's scheduled to be heard again on the Senate floor, I believe tomorrow on the 4th, not for sure. And those who may not know, Ochete Sekowi means seven council fires. And I know I'm not saying it quite right. I'm really working on that. Uh, but obviously I have to work on my pronunciation. So that's the seven council fires. And it refers collectively to the Lakota, Dakota, and Nokota people. These schools would use the principles as a foundation for educating students. It's a somewhat different approach that would have indigenous language and culture at the core. Now this is something different that we have not done in South Dakota. However, we do have some schools, particularly um, Pine Ridge, Rosebud area, that have got 50% dropout rates, 40, 50, 60% dropout rates. And this program has been used in some other states, and it's been so tremendously successful at keeping Native students engaged and interested in school by teaching them in a way that really respects their culture. And I've been a vocal advocate of this legislation. I'm standing with my Native American colleagues in the legislature as they're working on this initiative. I think it's so important 
and it's something that I, uh, you know, I intend to be an advocate and an ally on this for them. Now, it's really important to note that they have specific places where they're thinking of putting these schools, and there are no plans for these schools anywhere in Northeast South Dakota at this time. From what I've spoken to some of the people at the Sisseton, Wapaton, Oyate, they are in favor of this concept. They're not planning anything at this time. So I think it's just important to know that this is this is something that the the tribes have joined together on to support, but they're not necessarily going to do that. I believe there are three schools planned at this time. Uh, but I really wanted to highlight this because there is... Uh, there's a lot of debate on this, even among people who, you know, maybe you would normally think would support this that don't necessarily support it. So I just want to make it clear that I do support it. Now, Senate Bill 3 is another bill. It passed through House Health and Human Services this week, and we'll go to the House floor for a vote here in the next couple of days, I believe. And I believe I bring this one up not because there's much in the bill to really be concerned about, but because of the misinformation there about this bill, I've received so many emails from people thinking that the state is planning to force everyone to get the COVID vaccine. That is not true. It's not true at all. Senate Bill 3 does not say that in any way. In fact, it says the opposite, that it would not compel anyone to get a vaccine. There is no legislation pending that would force the COVID vaccine. That said, I know many people have been getting the vaccine, and I thank you so much for doing your part to keep our communities safe. I look forward to getting the vaccine myself when it's my turn. I don't know when that's going to be, but I think I've got a ways to go. I think we're on people over 75 right now in my area, so... I'm not even close to 75, so it's going to be a little while, but that's okay. I'm happy to wait my turn, and I'm glad other people are getting this vaccine. There are a couple other bills coming up that I didn't highlight in uh, my written reports to the newspapers this week, um, but they'll probably be in there next week. Some bills... Uh, Relating again to vaccinations, people seeking philosophical exemptions to vaccinations. And, you know, I, I just, I don't know where this misinformation comes from. And I've heard some of the testimony, for example, on that Senate Bill 3, where people are so clearly misinformed about health and the pandemic, just uh, complete misinformation. And uh, it, it's really, it's really troubling. Um, I understand why some people might be hesitant about certain vaccines and uh, or vaccines in general. Uh, my inclination is to side with the experts, with the scientists, with the medical community and especially when it's something like COVID, that the more people that get vaccinated, the sooner that we can potentially be done with this or dramatically reduce this pandemic in our lives. So just that's that's my take on it. I recognize that other people have different views and I I respect your right to have those views. I would just encourage people to go to reliable sources for their information on this, which is not... Um, what everyone is doing. 
So I'm getting long again. These these uh, podcasts keep getting longer and longer every week. So thank you for listening. Please reach out to me with your concerns and questions. The best way to reach me are by text or call at 605-590-1083 or email at jennifer.kynes at sdlegislature.gov. If you're on social media, you can find me on Facebook on my legislative Facebook page, uh, Twitter at Jennifer Kynes, Instagram at Jennifer Kynes. My legislative updates obviously are also available as a podcast, sometimes with additional content. This one being a good example. You can search for my name wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Jennifer Kintz from the State Legislature.